Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our King, our Savior, Messiah Jesus. He promised that he's coming in the clouds for his people. And he tells us to watch therefore and be ready. You don't know the hour of the day the Son of Man is coming. Doe Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee. The water on which our Savior walked. You're looking at it right now. What a special time we have together to prepare for the coming of our great King. And to prepare us for a life lived to honor our Father in heaven. First, before we go into the Word of God, let's have a word of prayer together. Oh, Father in heaven, thank you in Messiah Jesus' name for this life you've given us in our great Savior. Oh, Father, please bless all who are watching today and help us to be ready when we see our Savior, King Jesus, face to face. Thank you, Father. In Messiah Yeshua's name, amen. There is an aspect of being a believer in Messiah Jesus that as I have been in many places in the world, in, in, in different capacities as a pastor, as an evangelist, as a preacher, teacher, uh, in, in, in Africa, many countries in Africa, in America, and other places, there's an aspect that needs to be strengthened in the body of Messiah. And that is watching and waiting for the coming of Messiah Jesus for his people in the clouds. Now, with regard to the end times prophetic scenarios, they're all around us, leaping off the pages of the Bible. Uh, The wonderful uh, evangelist Franklin Graham and also his father, Billy Graham, both have said down through the years, that the second coming of Jesus Christ is one of the most neglected teachings from the Bible. And so today, what I'm going to be talking with you about from the scriptures is the position in our heart that we're to have that will help us to live a life that is worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ and also that will have us ready for that day when we see him face to face. Oh, we need to think more about that. Oh, Lord, make us ready. Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to start with Romans chapter 8. And what you're going to see in this passage is the the world groaning under the weight of the sin of man that is on the earth. Right? And it it will even here speak of birth pangs. And and then we know later there there are end times birth pangs that our Savior Jesus spoke about in the Gospels. And we're living in those end times birth pangs now. So even more so, we should pay attention to this passage. In Romans 8, beginning of verse 22, it says, For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Not only that, but we also, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption the redemption of our body. When does that take place? It takes place at the coming of Messiah Jesus for his people in the clouds. You know, there, there are, are some who have passed away in Messiah Jesus and down through the ages, certainly there have been uh, precious brothers and sisters in the Lord who have passed away. We have loved ones uh, who have, right? Yet there's a generation, there's a people that won't die and, 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 and will be caught up in the clouds. That's why uh, our Lord told us about First, in First Thessalonians chapter 4 about the rapture, which 
incidentally, is very much under attack even in the body of Christ today. But in 1 Thessalonians 4, it says, uh, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, the trumpet of God. The dead in Messiah will rise first, and we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we always be with the Lord. So we're to be eagerly waiting. We're to be living lives that demonstrate we're waiting for that day. We're looking for that day. Uh, Romans 8.25 goes on, but if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. You see, waiting for the day, looking for the day with expectation, uh, uh, the day of the coming of the Lord, what that does is that helps us to persevere through the trials, the difficulties, and the struggles that everyone has in this life, but also those that are associated with the sufferings of Messiah Jesus. See, looking for him to come and, and waiting with hope, it speaks of here. What hope? The blessed hope. In Titus chapter 2, verse 13, grace teaches us to look for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Messiah Jesus. Hallelujah. And, and Paul writes to the Corinthians, he says, so that you come short of no gift, eagerly waiting for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians uh, 1, uh, verse 7. And in Galatians 5, verse 5, he says, For we, through the Spirit, eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. So what we're to do in this life is we are to live for the next life. And that is something that is so missing today. Wherever I go, I see it in the body of Messiah. It's a weak place in the body that needs to be strengthened. Yes, because Messiah Jesus told us to we're to live this life for the next life. We're to lose our life in Messiah Jesus in this life to then gain life. But those who refuse to do so, the Bible says, our Lord Jesus personally said, will lose their lives in a place called hell. And, and remember, he told us about a wide path that leads to destruction. And most are on that path. But then there's a narrow, difficult path that leads to life and only a few who find it. And it's, it's my strong desire that me and my family, we would stay on that narrow path. And it's my great burden that you who are watching would join us and that we would join you following our Messiah Jesus on that path, looking for him to come and waiting no matter what it takes I'm going to be ready. No matter what has to go that's in my heart, my mind, my life, it has to go because it's hindering me from being ready. And I'm waiting for this king to come. You know, uh, it's so important whatever country you're in to be a good citizen in that country. But the best way to demonstrate patriotism is to bring the life of Messiah Jesus from heaven into that country or nation. See, we're citizens of heaven first. You want to be a good citizen of whatever country you're in? Be a good citizen of heaven first. And so Philippians 3.20 says, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you eagerly waiting for him to come? Are you living a life that demonstrates, no, no, I'm looking for my Savior to come. And what will that do? That will pull others in your sphere of influence, off of that wide path that leads to destruction, 
onto that narrow path that leads to life. You know what I call that? Living. Hallelujah. The last verse I'm going to look at today with you in in Hebrews 9.28. So Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. And so in the tabernacle, the high priest would go once a year into the Holy of Holies. And the children of Israel would wait outside hoping that he would appear, that that the, the, the sacrifice, the atonement, that was made would be acceptable acceptable to the Lord to cover the sins of Israel for one year until he would do that again. All a type and a picture shadow of Messiah who paid for our sins through one sacrifice eternally. And we now look for him to come from behind the veil in heaven for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now listen, we're going to go to break in, in just a moment. But I pray that the word of God, you know, the Bible teaches us that the word of God works effectively in us. So as I was about to say a moment ago, I pray that the word of God would work effectively in us that we've just heard together. And I pray that we would live lives that demonstrate to a lost, dying, hopeless world there's a king who's coming. Oh, that he would be your savior and you experience the mercy of God the Father and that he wouldn't be your judge, that you would experience the wrath of God. Right? Right? That's called being a witness for Messiah Jesus and it'll prepare you to have a really good day when you first see this king face to face. May that be our testimony. Hallelujah. Now, like I said, we're going to go to a break in a moment. Listen, this is a very special break. It's going to be really, really exciting. So don't go away. And together, we'll prepare for this king to come. And we will watch therefore. I pray you're enjoying the program today. I would like to take a few minutes and share with you some opportunities we have together through Watch Therefore. This Watch Therefore message goes perfectly with the gospel of Messiah Jesus to win many precious souls all over the world to him and from darkness to light, bringing them into the kingdom of God. The Watch Therefore message also is a useful tool to make authentic disciples of Messiah Jesus. Remember, the faithful servant is watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. Now, before I share with you how to partner with us, first let me say, if you're watching this program today and you have not yet received Jesus as Lord, don't send this ministry any money. It's our desire and prayer that you would receive Jesus as Lord today and enjoy the program. However, if you understand principles of kingdom giving and kingdom advancement, then this is a place where you can lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. I'll talk a little bit more with you about that in just a moment. We have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. With blessing Israeli believers, we're ministering with the gospel and discipleship all over the land of Israel through our Israeli believing partners. Also, we have our work in the nations with the ministry poured out for the nations. Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes, to the Jew first 
and then to the Gentile. So with blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, we're going out and making disciples, just like our Messiah Yeshua commanded, under the umbrella of watch therefore, making faithful servant disciples of Messiah Yeshua. Now, this is a great opportunity. Now, the thing is, the airtime for this program, it costs lots of money. Now, thankfully, I rest in the Lord about this. Why? Because my help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And so what I do is share the opportunities with you and ask you to pray. Are you one of the Watch Therefore partners the Lord is raising up? Since my help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth, it's not my responsibility to pay for, for this program. Uh, I say it this way, if it's God's will, it's God's bill. Yeah, and a, and a dear friend of mine in Jerusalem told it to me like this. He said, the Lord never, or, never orders anything for which he is not willing to pay. So, ask the Lord if you're to be laying up for yourselves treasures in heaven through Watch Therefore Media and Watch Therefore Ministries. Uh, it's an exciting time to be alive. And one of the ways we watch therefore is by going out with the kingdom of God, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, spreading his gospel and his watch therefore message around the world. Now, one of our projects that we have with Watch Therefore is the Send It Ahead program in Africa. I've got a special video for you to watch in just a moment from this exciting opportunity that we have in Uganda on a refugee camp to help precious orphans and vulnerable children. Listen, this is an hour to get in the game and stay in the game. Why? We need to watch, therefore. Messiah Yeshua is coming any moment. Ken Merrill here with me. Uh, Ken was the operations manager, helped build from the ground up a big orphan village in Rwanda. He was the operations manager, was over operations for years. He's with us. Ken, I'd like you to say hello to those viewing, but also share some of the things that are in your heart you've seen and the vision we have. Now, we're calling this vision, Send It Ahead. Send it ahead. Our Lord Jesus said, lay your treasures up in heaven, right? So we can only take with us things that are fruitful for the kingdom of God from this life. We can send it ahead. Isn't that right, Ken? That's correct. And here, uh, the pastor that we work with, Pastor Wewe, is doing everything in his power for these children. 364 children he is working with with almost nothing. He has sold land, his land to build this. Uh, he is an amazing man. But he needs water. And these children need water. With water, uh, not only for drinking, clean drinking water, but for crops and for cleanliness and for building more of these buildings. They need water to build to make brick. People, we just need to get these this done, this project. Um, right now, we don't have an exact amount, but we are working on those funds and, and those amounts. And we will let you know uh, in one of these upcoming videos how much... It is going to cost uh, to, to put this water in for these people. We've already talked to the government or the people here on the camp, uh, and they say that we can build or do a borehole. So we have, have permission. Uh, we have the names of some drillers. All we need is the funds to do it with. And you could be part of saving 364 children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are many different water well companies. Some, maybe you've heard about this, uh, uh, companies that, that drill boreholes or water wells like this. We have relationships with some of them, and others are being introduced to us. We're going to take care of all the details 
And here's the guy who has done that and can do that. So we would ask you to pray about this, think about this, and say, Lord, what should I do? Is this a way you want me to send it ahead? Lay your treasures up in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good stuff, Amen. my friend. God bless you. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. So honored and blessed to have a special guest on the program. We are sitting in the city of the great king, Yerushalayim, Jerusalem. And I have with me the National Director of Biad Chaim, Israel Pro-Life, Sandy Shoshani. Welcome back to Watch Therefore, Sandy. It's great to be here again. Thank wow. you. Wow, wow, wow. First, um, for, for some that you're being introduced to for the first time, would you share a little bit about who you are, what you do? And then there's a real special word that you have I'm excited about uh, hearing. So, so go ahead and share a little bit. So, as you said, I'm the National Director of what's called Be'ad Chaim. Learn some Hebrew, it means pro-life. Pro-life organization that helps Israeli or any woman in Israel. We do this all over Israel. We have about 12 centers. We have counselors everywhere. We're working through a hotline. We get referrals primarily through Google. The women are typing in, I'm desperate, I'm pregnant. Can you help me? They hit our hotline. And then they're referred to their local counselor. And we wow. help the women across the country. So exciting. Yeah. So exciting. exciting. Now, you've been on the program many times. Yet there's something fresh the Spirit of the Living God gives you when we do these programs. And so we love that. And there's a teaching. There's, there's something that's very, I never thought about it till you mentioned it. And there's life in it because Messiah Yeshua is the way, the truth, and the life, Amen. right? Amen. So why don't you share that with our viewers today? Sure. Okay, so I, one of the things I had to do was teach some children about pro-life. And I thought, well, what am I going to say? And we talked about the fact that in the womb, John the Baptist, John, well, he wasn't the Baptist yet, but he was in his mother, Elisheva. We say in Hebrew, Elisheva, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. He was in Elisheva's womb. And Miriam, the mother of our Lord, Yeshua, Jesus. Known as Mary in English Mary, Bibles, right? Mary, there you mm-hmm. go. She came into the room and there was Elizabeth, Elisheva, with the baby John in her womb. And that baby jumped jumped when the Messiah came in. And Elizabeth declared, Mary, look at that. My baby jumped when you came in. The mother of the Lord. Now think of what just happened. It's an amazing thing. I am. It's pretty exciting. There's I'm about John. to jump. I, I know. There's John. He's a baby in the womb. And I don't like the word embryo or anything else. Because they're babies. That's you right. know? Just Hello. one word in Hebrew. Just baby. He's just, a baby. Just keep it biblical, right? And that baby's jumping in the womb. Why? Because he recognizes the Messiah. Hallelujah. And that baby had a calling in his life to go before and prepare the way of the Lord. And there he is in the womb doing that. Jumping and telling his mom from the womb, hey, that's the Messiah. That's a good... Isn't that amazing? Yeah. There's that little baby fulfilling his destiny already in the womb. And she says to Mary, to Mary, Miriam, she said, you are the mother of the Lord. In other words, there is Jesus, the baby in the womb. And she was the first trimester then. And wow. she has this tiny wow. little baby in her womb. So amazing. And she's already the Lord. Hallelujah. The Savior, because Elizabeth correctly said it. The mother of our Lord has entered the room. And so you've got the prophet and you've got the Messiah both in the womb. Their destinies. Fulfilling their destinies. Their destinies right there. Um, being fulfilled <laughs> and spoken of very clearly. Not that, oh, you know, if this fetus were allowed to become a baby, it might do this and such or whatever. No, this baby. 
that was created in the heart of the Lord, John the Baptist, is leaping in regards to the one who has never been created, because he's always been, Messiah Yeshua, who's in the womb as a little baby. Their destinies, wow, this is so... Isn't that fantastic? It's very important, And you know, it's not only John the prophet and Yeshua, the Messiah... It's every human life in the womb has a destiny and a calling. That's it. Every baby. Absolutely. And I believe even in the womb. You know, Jesus said, he said, if if you wouldn't cry out and worship me, even the rocks would. I mean, he said, from the mouths of babes and infants, they will declare my praise in the psalm. Hallelujah. Everybody is created to declare his praise. And I believe the baby's in the womb. I know when I was pregnant, my babies would be kicking. I'm thinking, they're praising the Lord. That's and right. I'll tell you the truth. I was taking a walk in the valley, and I started worshiping. And I, I tell you, the birds were singing louder. The birds are worshiping the Lord. And Isaiah That's says, right. even the trees of the field will clap their hands. That's right. And the unborn are worshiping the Lord. That's right. They're placed in the womb by God. It says in Psalm 139 that he has created us in the womb. He has woven us together in our mother's womb. God knows our days Absolutely. before there is one. He's done this. This would end. This would end the debate on when (laughs) a baby is a baby, because if if you understand that a baby is a baby, in the heart of the Lord before the foundation of the earth, there's no question. The argument is over. If you just trust in the Lord and know Him, you know that this is a baby. When does life begin? In the heart of the Lord, before That's right. before the mother and father were ever even That's created. Right. Look what he said to Jeremiah. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. It's not just the prophets, everybody. Oh. He knows every single life before they're formed in the womb. And, and you know, Sandy, that means that with all of our viewers who are watching right now, he knows them by name. He does. Knew them before they were in the womb. And maybe there's somebody watching today who's forgotten that, never known that, or needs to be reminded of that right now. Would you just look right into the camera and talk to the viewers in that regard? Oh, you know, I I love the fact that God knows every name. I mean, if you're just reading a list of genealogy in the Bible, you say, "Why why are these names here? You know why those names are there? Because God knows every name and cares about every person. There's not one, look, it says in the word, Jesus said himself, not one hair could fall from your head and he wouldn't know it. Mm -hmm. He counts the hairs in your head. Surely, how much more he cares for you. And if you're watching this and thinking he doesn't care, or I've mucked up, I have messed up my life, how could he care for me? I'm telling you the truth. I've messed up up my life. You, we've all messed up our lives. And there is not one person that he doesn't love and care about. He cares for you. And what he's saying right now is, come, my beloved. It says in the Song of Solomon, he draws us to himself with cords of love. And if you feel lost and afraid, he's drawing you with cords of love. And you know that prodigal son, that story of the father and the two sons, the the two sons he had and the one said, give me my inheritance, father, I'm going to leave. And he left. And you know that son had nothing left. And he was dressed in rags, Mm -hmm, eating mm -hmm. pig food. Mm -hmm. And his That ain't kosher, is it? It wasn't kosher. (laughs) And he was stinking and filthy and a mess and broken and wasted his father's all of his father's earnings. And his father ran to meet him and hugged him and grabbed him and wept on him. Wept on his neck. You know why? Didn't matter he stunk. Didn't matter he was dressed in rags and dirty with mud. That father was waiting, and I'm telling you now, if you're watching this and don't know yet, 
Your father is waiting for That's you. Right. And even if you think, I know Jesus, but you feel like you're dirty and dressed in rags, he wants to remove your filthy rags. Right. He wants to give you clean garments, you, white Thank like you, he Lord. is. Thank you, Lord. He you wants to purify you. That's right. On the cross, he took your guilt, your shame, your pain. And if you've had an abortion, my sweet sister, he's going to forgive you. He has released you. He's done it. It's done. That's right. No more shame. Take that guilt out from under the carpet yeah. and say, Lord, it's yours. I'm done being ashamed. That's right. You know, the devil wants to say, shame on you. And I say, no, Yeshua, Jesus, my Lord, That's took right. my shame That's right. on the cross. That's right. And he's taken yours too. And um, Sandy, this is such an important program we're having today. Yeah. Well, yeah? The Lord loves everyone, doesn't Absolutely. he? Absolutely. And I just want to uh, reiterate what Sandy said. Messiah Jesus lived a sinless life. He died on the cross for my sins, your sins, the whole world's sins. And today, forgiveness is right there for you. A new life, a new identity, a new destiny. Amen. Hallelujah is right there for you. Satan is an identity thief, and he wants to steal our identity and our destiny. It can be all restored right now. Would you just take a moment and pray for our viewers today, I'd love Sandy? To. Lord, we thank you. We thank, thank you, you for your love. We thank you that you renew lives and thank cleanse you, us. And I ask now, Lord, for these watching, that you would give them life. Hallelujah. If somebody's suffering from an abortion, heal them, Abba, now. Heal their broken yes, heart. You, Comfort the brokenhearted, Lord. Comfort the brokenhearted. We ask you, Lord, also that you would release those who have been captive to guilt and sin and shame. That's right. Release them and give them a new life. Thank you, Lord. We thank you that you have come to release the captives, you, to give new freedom, and to take from us that heavy, heavy weight of guilt and shame and to put on us the mantle of praise. We thank you for that, Lord, and thank we you. ask you in Messiah Yeshua's name to release, to heal, Bless. to restore, and call us free into the destiny and the calling that you've given each one. Thank you, Lord. In Yeshua's name. Amen. 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 Sandy, thank you so much for being on the program today. We've thank got to you. wrap this up. And I encourage, I encourage all of our viewers, go to our watchtherefore.tv website. You can give directly. You can participate in saving Israeli lives through Bayad Chaim. And... and, and Listen, this is part of the Watch Therefore message. Yeah? It's the gospel, discipleship, saving lives. Amen. Oh, blessing Israel. This is good stuff, and we encourage you to participate. Why? Because we need to watch Therefore. Why? Messiah Yeshua is coming. When? <laughs> Any moment. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z-6-2 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready.